Hi. Hello. Hello. We're 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 recording right now. Just so you know. Oh. Yeah. Sorry. I should have should have indicated that before we started. Who are you again? I'm Daryl. Daryl. I'm your friend. And you're a marketer. And I'm your financial planner, Renee. Got that right. Welcome, everyone. How's it going? Awesome. How are you? I'm all right. You? Fantastic. Do anything exciting today? Uh, actually, I bought a new jacket today. Been nice. Lo- been looking for something for the season, and uh, yeah, I've been patient, and I found the one. Nice. You trying a lot? Uh, I've been looking for months, so I'm kind of stoked that I found the jacket. <laughs> you know me. I'm definitely a metrosexual, so... <laughs> <laughs> no secret it's nothing new the last time i bought a jacket i actually i found the perfect jacket and uh i didn't buy it and i'll tell you why i went to the store and you know how when you're trying on jackets you take off your own jacket you hang it up on like something you lay it down anyways i see this jacket it's sitting there it's perfect i fucking grab it i try it on i'm so excited I put it in. I'm looking in the mirror. I'm like, this shit looks good on me. That's the best feeling. I know. It fit perfect. They only had one size in stock until this motherfucker comes up behind me and taps me on the back. And he's like, uh, sir, um, that's my jacket. I just <laughs> no I, way. I just took it off to try on another <laughs> jacket. How come you never told me that story? That's genius. I love it. <laughs> a, that's a classic. I'll tell you, there's nothing more embarrassing or just degrading than taking off another man's jacket to give it back to him. <laughs> <laughs> I guess at least it wasn't his underwear. That is true. That That's for another story, though. <laughs> yeah, oh, not, not on this podcast. <laughs> well, I say we get this shit going. Awesome. Welcome to Taming the Hustle. Or something of the sorts. Hey, so welcome back to another episode of uh, Taming the Hustle. Or something of the sorts. Yeah. Uh, it's funny that we say it in that order because when we came up with the title, I honestly thought you were Taming the Hustle and I'm more something of the sorts. Taming the Hustle. Oh, fuck. Did I say it again? Taming the Hustle. Damn it. That was so good, though. No, you did it right. Oh, maybe. I did. Maybe you want me to redo it so that I could start it off just like you thought it should be. <laughs> I thought you were just saying I was saying the title wrong. No, you don't fuck the title. It's our title, man. I know. You know what? Early on, I was fucking it up. I kept calling it Taming of the Hustle. Just taming the Hustle. Taming the Hustle. That's it. Or something of the sort. Or something of the sorts. So listen, I want to talk about what you do, which is holistic financial planning. You got it. And I, honestly, when you first pitched that to me, when we first started doing your marketing, it sounds cool. And yes, there's many people out there who call themselves holistic and all that. And like that, that was the stereotype to me when you first said it, because I was like, oh, you tree hugging yoga pant wearing motherfucker. But <laughs> well, then <laughs> I sort of, I sort of am. This is, this is true. You actually, you're wearing a hat right now that's made from like recycled water bottles and trees. Yeah. Yeah, I bought that with my jacket today. Super stoked. <laughs> Recycled material and trees. 
Actually, there's a, there's a little tag that they give you with this company. And if you uh, go onto their website and log into this thing, they'll plant, I think, 20 or 30 trees in your name because you bought a product of theirs, which is kind of cool. That is cool. I know like they're not a sponsor or anything, but can I say their name? Because sure. it is a sure, cool Sure, of course. It's called Tentree, T-E-N, tree, T-R-E-E, if you can't spell. Awesome company. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And I love cool. the hat. Is it comfy? And I'm sporting it. Yeah, it looks comfy as hell. It is. It's awesome. Nice, nice. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, back so, to holistic. so holistic financial planning. Yeah, I, I wish we could call it something else, but there's really no other word to describe it. So, when we look at holistic financial planning, we look at it as silos, a little bit like the healthcare system in Canada. It's not a secret that there's a flaw in the system that sometimes parties involved are not communicating, and that was sort of happening with the clients that we recognized a number of years ago in working particularly with business owners that have complicated corporate structure and they they own their businesses and they're working with a tax account and they're working with you know their lawyer to draft up wills and and legal documents shareholder agreements and no one was really communicating to ensure the ultimate outcome of the client the financial planner it's like a football team yeah yeah we actually we call ourselves the quarterback right so w- what would happen is is no one would really communicate so then Whoever's looking after the client's investments could potentially be harming what the tax accountant strategy was, right? Where to hold the investment, what type of investments to hold, and how is that going to be taxed, and what are the short-term and long-term repercussions to that? Is the lawyer drafting up a primary or secondary will properly if, you know, there's certain strategies in place at the corporate level and personal level? Like it just... so not communicating could really have the client derailed of really trying to accomplish what they're trying to accomplish financially and and possibly getting into some trouble. So for us to just be the quarterback and ensure that everyone's communicating, that we're all bringing our A game, that we're all working in the best interest of the client and all looking for the ultimate outcome, then you have this holistic financial plan that is put in place that everyone agrees on and you're ensuring that that client is well looked after. And and that's what we do. Well, first off, I I have to talk about the elephant in the room with that is that you had said you kind of, if you can compare it to the healthcare system, to be honest, like the healthcare system, like a a bad financial planner is like a colonoscopy. So (laughs) it's, uh, trust me, I've had, I've went to the bank before and boy, I got, it was like three colonoscopies at once. Yeah. I hope you never compare me to that. (laughs) (laughs) But, but seriously though, I I feel like financial planning might've been easier in the eighties and earlier. Because right now, like what you just said with lawyers and accountants and all these people, with so much going on, there is no way the accountant has time to call the lawyer, to call this person, to call that person. There's just so much shit going on in their day. And when I say that, they're getting emails, they're getting emails from their clients, Bed Bath & Beyond sends a coupon. But at the same time, that's how it is, right? Is that what kind of drove you to this is that the world is so fucking busy all the time that you needed to help? We just felt that it was the right thing to do. I mean, yeah, we're going above and beyond the the traditional scope of the financial planner, but I think more people in our industry are recognizing the need. And I mean, yeah, the, the accountant is just focused on what the client's numbers and what their needs are now. And that's their job. That's great. Yeah. And same as the lawyer. I mean, it's not the lawyer's job to reach out to a financial planner and their accountant and their investment advisor to see what they should be doing. It just, that's just not the way the world turns, unfortunately. Yeah. 
So we, we, we just went to great lengths to try to f- close the gap. That's all. Being ethical. Exactly. Which, uh, which leads me to something, but I'll tell you when we get back. Bye. When I hashtag called Renee, I knew my future would be prosperous. What's with the British accent? Rich people have accents. I figured by the time that I retire, I'll have an accent too. Hashtag call Renee of St. Cyr Associates. And we're back. We're ethically back. Ethically back. So that that does lead me to, uh, that was my segue. You said ethical, or I said ethical to you. We came back. It's great. Smart. And I am going to talk about some ethical marketing. Because I think, I, I don't think, I completely know that you were an influence on how I run my business. Nice. Yeah, it's one of those things where I had always despised companies who treated their clients or their customers like a, a dollar sign. And they didn't give a shit about what they did. As soon as they buy their product and they leave the store, they don't care if they get hit by a bus as long as they bought that product. And so that kind of led me to helping small businesses that are actually like care about their clients and even big businesses that care about their clients. That's where our bread and butter was. And so we started to look at ethical marketing and we, we preached that to our, to our clients. And that's in the first meeting of a potential client with us. We're interviewing them just as much as they're interviewing us. And if they say something that goes off the rails for us, I'm like, we can't work together. Here's a list of companies I think you should look at. If that if if we all if we all shared those same values and ran our businesses that way, the world would be a better place. Well, exactly. And it, it like ethical marketing is is basically marketing that benefits the customer, right? But also benefits socially and environmentally responsible things. And I always tell people it's the human factor. That's I use that term. I feel like I should trademark that term. Is there if there's a trademark lawyer listening, I'd like to trademark human factor. Trade. Mark. Um, but no, seriously, it's no, like... No, seriously. So you're talking about hu- the human factor? Is that what you call it? Yeah, the human factor. Yeah. So you're talking and preaching ethical and humanizing yourself when you did nothing but fucking roast me for an hour at my wedding while you were <laughs> MC and doing your little stand-up skit skit but see stand-up it it was ethical stand-up because that's what i i claimed it to be so it's all good as long as you say (laughs) but i'm not buying it (laughs) you know what ethical marketing just like that just like my roast to you it wasn't really a it's not a strategy i pitch this to clients all the time and the first words out of their mouth sometimes is it's it's oh good great strategy and boy, it just, it fucking irks me because I'm like, it is not a strategy. It's a philosophy. Yeah, it's part if, of your values. Yeah, if you don't believe in it, then then fuck off because it doesn't, it's not going to work. Given what we know about humans in the world, everybody likes to be treated well. Everyone wants to know that they can make a difference, whether it's you're given a toonie at the, the grocery store for the food bank or you're planting trees or you're building houses or whatever the hell you're doing, or you're like Elon Musk and giving millions of dollars away to charities. Everyone wants to feel that, right? And It's like Mr. Deeds carrying the little old man across exactly, the street. Exactly. Thanks, just, Deeds. <laughs> exactly. He's waiting for that thanks. <laughs> and it's not that you need that thanks. It's just one of those things with marketing is you're, you're telling people what they want. 
That's it. That's what marketing is supposed to be. You're telling them what they want, what they need, and you are the person to give it to them. And if you are not ethical about the whole thing, if you're if you know this is going to harm people, if you know this is going to harm other businesses, animals, children, whatever the hell it is, why are you putting that out there? It's a shame that the world turns that way, but it is. Unfortunately, but, that's the way it goes. Let's yeah. change that one client at a time. I uh, I definitely agree. Um Speaking of changing, uh, I'm going to go change my pants. I'm not very comfortable. <laughs> nice. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Uh, we're, uh, in, in fact, we're just going to take a break and I'll either come back with the same pants or different pants. Stay tuned to find out. Ciao. Could I do a cottage in Muskoka? Sure. What about snowbirding in Mexico? You could. A nudist colony en France? Heck, why not? No matter your retirement vision, we can help you get there with no judgment. Hashtag call Renee of St. Cyr and Associates. Hey, welcome back. You got the same pants on. I do have the same pants on. Thank you for that. I didn't think I'd change. It was only a 15-second ad, so. It wouldn't be ethical. No, <laughs> it wouldn't be ethical. Listen, I want to talk about your taglines. Yes. You have a tagline, which I have to say was creatively created. Yeah, that's well put, man. <laughs> You you I don't want to I don't want to say the tagline. I want your voice to say it. That's what we do in radio ads. So live well today while planning to live well tomorrow. Hashtag call Renee. Nice. That's yeah. awesome. Getting good at that one. That is good. But no, I want to talk about the live well part uh, today and planning to live well tomorrow. But just live well in general. Um, you came to us with that idea, and we molded it into a tagline. That speaks volume to me, man. Like I wake up, I wake up in the morning thinking live well today while planning to live well tomorrow. Like it's so genius because it's a one liner that totally describes what we do and what we stand for and why we're in business. Like we have a sense of purpose. Yeah. You know what? We're in, we're in business to make money because everyone needs to pay the bills, but our purpose is not to make money. Our purpose is to help people live well today while planning to live well tomorrow. And we're trying to have, we're trying to have a work culture in in our team. And and I think that we've molded that really, really well into their own core values. And it's so fucking exciting to live by live well today while planning to live well tomorrow. I could talk about this all day, but I'm going to give you like a really quick Cole's note <laughs> of what, and it's so, so powerful what we did together because that was like a, that was like a collective piece of genius that we put together and that that's going to live forever in my, in my, in my mind. I love that tagline and I'm forever grateful because man, like almost every day I'll either hear that on the radio or, or I'll see it when I'm following up on our social media platforms or I'll just I'll be sitting on my desk and just rhyming it off. Live well today while planning to live well tomorrow. It just doesn't get old. And it's so much more than finances. Now, before you continue to talk about it, I want to say that for those, like for everyone listening, you can't see Renee's face, but I swear to fucking God, it's like when I, when he says that tagline and he starts to talk about it, it's like Christmas. It's like Santa just came, put a GT snow racer under the tree. Oh, totally. I'm passionate about this. Oh, like, yeah. Big you time. get giddy. It's, it's, I do. I do. I, I just got goosebumps and I'm not shitting you. 
It's, it's, it's genius. It's like you, you put a tagline, you put one sentence together that totally describes us. And I, and it just never going to get old for me because it's, uh, it's who we are like live well today while planning to live well tomorrow is like on so many levels. It's not just financial, no. you know? So what we try to, to, to portray and, and to show and share with our clients is our love for, for healthy living, right. For physical activity, for, uh, adventure, uh, for keeping your mind, you know, for keeping your head on straight and making sure your mind and body is sound. The nutrition piece of things, like I'm a total foodie, but it's so much deeper than that, right? Because if you have a good, healthy, balanced diet, you just, you feel better. You, you have less ailments. You're more active. You have more energy. You stay younger, longer. Like I want to be, I want to be like my dad at seventy-seven, who's freaking chopping wood, who's playing with the grandkids, who's freaking on his hands and knees with my little freaking French bulldog. Your sense of of adventure, getting back to that one, is like if someone has a love for for travel, or someone just wants to fish and loves fishing. Like I love to travel and I love to deep sea fish. You put me out on a boat trying to catch a mahi mahi <laughs> or or a tuna or a marlin is like. Oh man. So live well today while planning to live well tomorrow is a balance between doing it now. Like finances, for example, is, you know, plan for that family trip because if, if cancer hits or you're in an accident or something, things could change. You get divorced, right? Life changes and life throws you curveballs. So you have to live for the moment. But at the same time, the bulk of us make it to retirement, to paying off our mortgages, to selling yeah. our business and reaping the fruit of our labor is that, you know, we can't just live for the moment. So life is about balance. And I, and I often tell my clients that, and we've talked about this before, is everyone has that fine line where it's like some people are obsessed with living well today and don't plan for later. And some people yeah. forget about today and they forfeit the joy and, and what life can bring us now just to plan for the future. So we have to find, and and we sometimes coach our clients into finding and determining what that line is so that we can then start the planning process to say, how the fuck we make this happen? <laughs> how do we allow you to live well today financially while planning to make sure that your future is secure financially? And then again, everything else that encompasses that, which is physical and mental wellness, yeah. which is, you know, having a, a, a hobby and a, and a joy for life and adventure, what, like I said, whether it's cooking, whether it's travel, whether it's, you know, just spending time with family at a campsite, like who, who cares? But if you're aware of it and you live by those, it's so simple to me. But, but really it's, it's the little things, it's happiness and joy. It's, it's a, it's a fucking mental and emotional state of well-being basically it's a buffet <laughs> me and my wife we are we're, we're we're not all live well today while planning to live well tomorrow individually but that's what makes it so great is i'm definitely the live well today you know building a theater in my house she's definitely the live well tomorrow by saying okay, don't don't build don't the, build the, the theater yeah or unplug the toaster after you use it yeah i've been there I waited for your toast for a long time. You know what? It's been 15 years. I still push down the toaster every morning and it pops right back out. And I'm like, oh, the fucking power. <laughs> Shit balls. Every time. I can't get used to it. 15 years. I'd hide, I'd hide one plugged in in the closet or in the basement, I think. <laughs> but, but anyway, you guys have found your balance. That's great, right? It's, uh, and that's what it's all about. We, exactly. we, I, you know, we've worked with clients that, you know, we've had to help them 
you know, train them to, to save because they weren't saving enough because yeah. they were living too much for today. But we also have clients that we have to teach them how to spend because they, they spent their lifetime living without saving for a rainy yeah. day and they've forgotten how to spend and they're going to die with millions. Right. So it, we have to find that balance between the live well today and planning to live well tomorrow and finding that balance, which in that fine line is different for every client. hundred percent. But I think it's important for people to realize that. Yeah, for sure. I, I don't disagree. It's uh, ever since I've known you, you've always had that live well moment in you. And it's like, as you developed into this financial planning world decades and decades ago, not that you're that old, only two decades. Jesus, like seriously though, I started when I was 22 years old. I know. Like this is all I know. It's crazy. Yeah, and it feels like yesterday. And it feels like yesterday. And I'm just as passionate about it now as I was back. Probably more. Yeah. Probably oh, more sure. because because of live well today and planning to live well tomorrow. That's really the philosophy we live by, and we do a lot of socially and environmentally responsible investments now which we're trying to have an impact at different levels and we have an amazing team. So I'm just so, so stoked about, you know, what we're doing. Nice. I love it. But you know what? I'm going to go live well today and, and plan to live well tomorrow. You're going you're gonna to live well today while let Aaron plan to live well that's, tomorrow. That's what I am going to do. You're right. <laughs> I'll just continue to live well. But hey, yeah, listen, live well today. So we can plan to do a podcast tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, nice. but, but hold on though. We don't do podcasts every day. Oh uh, yeah. You know what? Don't fucking, don't rain on my parade, man. I thought I had a good line there. No, it was, so you're going to live well today while planning, planning to, do to a, listen to our podcast next week. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. It really flows. So. <laughs> <laughs> live that, well that. today. Let's, I'm going to do it on my hashtag call Renee radio voice. All right. All right. Live well today. While planning to do a podcast in a week. Yeah, that sounds like one of those local <laughs> car ad commercials. <laughs> hey, you do local car commercials and they're fucking awesome. So I know they're better. Them. They, uh, I know. they. I, when I say local commercials, I don't include us because we actually make the ads kick ass where we don't have a guy in a plaid jacket being like, hey, come on down to Benny's. We got <laughs> deals for you. <laughs> yeah, don't forget the cowboy boots. Exactly. <laughs> All right, so, bastard. All right, I'm oh. going. That's it. That's it. Always a slice. Guess we'll see you next week. Ciao. Bye, everyone. 